Hi, my name is Adam Levine. And this is Kevin. And this is episode two of Triple Fried, a podcast created by two guys talking into a microphone. How you doing, Kevin? I'm doing fine. I had a nice long break since of all the snowstorms hitting the East Coast, so uh, I haven't been at work since Tuesday, so I have, I'm just ready to reach out and, and touch someone with my voice. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> I, 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 don't, uh, I don't think we have enough snow. Um, I, think, I think we need what you guys had. Something like, what, 10 inches, 10 and a half inches? Uh, we got about a foot on Wednesday into Thursday night, mm-hmm. Thursday, Wednesday into Thursday, and then uh, it stopped for a good, like, six hours, and then we got, and I actually shoveled my entire driveway and everything, and that was backbreaking because it's really heavy snow, mm-hmm. and then we got, like, another six inches, like, Thursday night, and then I had to shovel it again on Friday, and that was awful. <laughs> the joys the joys of being a homeowner. I I envy that though because I've got um what do you call it uh, where I live is is more of a city it's already hard enough to find parking so now you add snow into the mix and people only shovel out enough for their car so now, now do you have the people who throw down like their like lawn furniture and stuff to keep their spaces you know everybody talks about that we don't have that luckily we have a couple of people with like cones but no one does the no one does the 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 kitchen sink and the couch in the middle of the road thing which i guess oh, that's real big around here the, the townhomes around around where i work they're like 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 plastic lawn chairs <laughs> and stuff all over the place that's classy we don't we don't we don't have that much class here i was uh, i made the uh <laughs> i made the local um the local uh, Spanish news, though, because uh, uh, ah. yeah, I was in the middle of middle of shoveling, and a guy comes up with a camera, and I'm like, "This can't be that interesting, dude." Well, when it snows, it's a slow news day. Yeah, Crim- crime takes a break when it snows. So, so I got I got my uh, one and a half uh, seconds of fame <laughs> on Spanish news. You're like, "Muy frío, muy frío, qué lástima." Ugh. So let's uh, let's get into the show here. That was a nice segue, right? <laughs> okay, lastima. Let's get into the show. Um, just to, to recap the format, we've got uh, a bunch of topics that I'll list off in a moment, but uh, there's no guarantee that we'll stick to them. They're more of a jumping-off point, really. Uh, in the end, we just kind of do this to entertain ourselves, and if it makes someone else laugh, well, so be it. So here we go. Without uh, further ado, here's a list of topics we might be talking about today. We've got plague masks, a belly full of sunshine, DJ Azimuth Kaminsky, housing for nice people only, mm-hmm. uh, food by numbers, and pen 15. So where do you want to begin? Well, also to remind the audience that I do have nothing to do with the topic selection. I merely get a list of them probably about, I got this one only, oh, I opened it maybe like four hours before the show. And uh, I've actually been watching uh, American Horror Story on Netflix all day, so uh, I have done no research, so I have no clue where any of these are going to take us. All the all the topics that were chosen here are related to American Horror Story, a hundred percent. Oh well, then um, I'm, I must have missed some things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a very good viewer, apparently. Uh, you know, the let's start with. The one that I vaguely have some recollection of what this might possibly, you know, at least somewhere, some kind of jumping off point. Um, the DJ, uh, I don't even know how to say his first name, but Kaminsky. I'm guessing when I wrote Azimuth Kaminsky. DJ Azimuth Kaminsky. So, well, the, uh, let me tell you the only thing I know about yeah, this guy. Yeah. He, it, I think he's like a stunt performer and he had like a tiny bit part in the third Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Okay. That is... More than I knew when I looked him up. I actually knew that for I don't know why. Why did but you like, know that? But like I knew that I I think I probably watched the making of it or something at some point. And I, they were I, like, "This I, guy's a DJ. Isn't that a cool fact?" Well, they didn't say anything about. I, I recognized the name. I didn't know the DJ part about it, but he apparently he was like the pirate that gets hung at the beginning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. <laughs> so basically, he was a prop. Okay. Uh, well, well, his new his newest role is what got me intrigued uh, enough to look him up on the internet. Okay. So I was watching TV the other day, and a commercial came on, and it was for um, some company. Starts with a guy in a suit, a uh, very clean cut uh, gentleman. And uh, he's in a in a boardroom, and you've got uh, he's doing a one on one presentation with graphs and uh, to to I guess 
everyday business people. And I guess they're, they're showing that it's kind of like a hidden camera thing. And he's using jargon and just saying like how great he's going to do of a job you know, as their certified financial planner. And wait, 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 isn't this the same? Doesn't he, isn't he a white guy with dreadlocks? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just cut you off? No. Cut your story off? <laughs> no, that's fine. So you're familiar because uh, it's, but he wasn't in this. So like he was clean cut and, and he had like, you know, short. Okay, because I'm going to say, I will not, I cannot take financial advice from a white dude with dreadlocks. <laughs> I was scarred too much by Jack Black, and I, and I know what you did last summer with him. <laughs> and there, there's the point. So right there, there's the point of the actual commercial, which is, so when they're done talking to this guy, you know, he says, would you trust me with your financial information? And then everyone says, like, yeah, I would totally trust you. Yeah, no problem, of course. And then he goes, well, you shouldn't. And he stands up, and he shows, like, on the TV that's across from him, he goes, because that's me. I'm a DJ. And then music starts pumping, and he starts grinding up on people. Yes, and, and I you, have seen this. I have seen he's this. Got his I didn't realize that and, was him. And it blew my mind because I thought, who? <laughs> <laughs> and why? And white DJ and dreads. And I just thought to myself, well, that can't be real because that, that looks ridiculous. And then uh, he's a, a quick, real guy, though. He's a totally like, real guy. He's also an actor. And yes, he had one bit part in Pirates of the Caribbean. And now he's got this as commercial. a dead body. As a dead body, <laughs> he was a slightly less dead body in this commercial. They probably only cast him because they didn't have to get him a pirate wig because he gets to use his awful ratty dreadlocks. <laughs> Which, yeah, I mean, I don't even know. It just it hurt my head so much. It wasn't like, um, you know, I wouldn't trust a guy with dreadlocks who, to do my financials. And it wasn't just that, you know, he was in the pirate. It was just like white guy with dreads. That guy got me first. And then it was this guy. This guy looked kind of like a joke. <laughs> kind of like a joke. Kind of like a joke. <laughs> um, but then it turns out he kind of is a joke. Um, probably going to lose all the DJ Azimuth Kaminsky fans right there. That's, oh uh, man, off two of them. That's yeah, yeah. But, well, that's well, all right. That's, that's that's as many fans as we have, which are us. That's that's fifty percent <laughs> of our audience right there. Um, yeah. So uh, then then I did some more research, and and you know I guess it talks like he was um, he's he's trying to direct and produce, and he was talking about going around and giving out his DVDs. Is he one of these like self-starter people that we're supposed to admire for like their tenacity or something like, if oh, like I'm out there, I'm getting it done. Like, mm, click -a -click -a. <laughs> if, if by getting it done, you are in your mid thirties and your parents are funding you, then, then yes. We're are his parents funding him? They did kind of fund him a bit. I have no, I have, I, I have no respect for those people. Yeah. I mean, I, I borrowed a, I borrowed a couple hundred bucks from my folks. I paid them back. It was, you know, that well, was, that's, that's borrowing kinda, a little bit of money yeah. for like, you know, that's, that's one thing I'm talking like your parents are like, we support your dream and we're going to, we'll allow you to sponge off of yeah. us until like you. I'm yeah. so, the, the, I you know, this, when you get to your thirties and, and by the way, happy birthday. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, it's coming up. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's in that's, a couple of days, isn't it? Yeah. A couple of days. I that's... don't know if I get a chance to talk to you before then or, or, or any time closer to that. Cause you know how horrible I am with birthdays. Hey, like, uh, I, anyway. I found out it was your birthday the day we started doing this. So <laughs> I don't, I think we're, I think we're pretty much even or on par. That sounds good. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, best friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so like you, you hit your thirties, right? And you know, there, there, I know there's always like you know, go for your dream, and like that's you know, that's the American way is you know, we have a dream and go for it, and I you know, but at some point you got to realize that the dream either ain't going to happen, right, or else you can still pursue your dream, but you. You, you got to stop being a, you got to take care of your own business first. You know what I mean? Like you got to get a job. Mm -hmm. At you, some you point, gotta, at some point you got to hang up the dreads. I'm sure mommy and daddy's dream is not for you to get your dream. Right. So, or, or for you so, to be living at home when you're 38. And, ha and it'll be a white guy with dreadlocks. And a white guy with dreadlocks. That's... If, I mean, if I was a parent and my child was a white, if they had dreadlocks and they were in their thirties, I would immediately just be like, "You're done. I'm like, you're just, just, you're cut off. <laughs> you're cut off until those things are cut off." <laughs> the snake, the hydra on your head. I, I don't, and I don't get. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I, maybe that's a personal thing, right? I don't get dreads. Um, I mean, I get them. I understand them. 
Um, I just don't understand but the, the appeal, I, I mean, my, especially if you're white. Because I'm, well, I'm incredibly ignorant. Okay. Um, so I'm going to make a sweeping statement that's you know, probably completely wrong, but that's, hey, it's the internet and that's what people do. Dreadlocks are very closely tied to Rastafarian. Mm-hmm. Which is a uh, religion in Jamaica. <laughs> you said that with such confidence. Well, I, I, I know I'm wrong, but I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the dreadlock comes from, I believe. Right. Like, I'm sure, it, I mean, I'm sure there were other cultures that have had the, but that's like where it's really closely tied to. Right. But I feel like white people have co-opted the, the few who actually do go for that whole dreadlock unwashed thing. Mm-hmm. Um, not that all Rastafarians are unwashed, but like it seems to go hand in hand with like lack of cleanliness, at least in the white people I, category. I, I, I feel like I feel like some of the white people didn't 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 take all the notes when they were handing out the how to be a Rastafarian handbook. Exactly. I think it's just basically. I think when a white person has dreadlocks, it's basically wearing a, t- a pot T-shirt. That's basically all it is. <laughs> like, because like, <laughs> I mean, like, it's not like they have any kind of deep uh, there's sp- no it's not any kind of like show of it's no. not like sh- like it's like uh, not sh- like some kind of symbol of their religious beliefs or anything like that it's right. the fact that they or it's in complete laziness i it, mean isn't that <laughs> how you do dreadlocks just by not like combing or washing your hair forever uh, I, yeah and then i guess you got to add things to it like beeswax and dirt <laughs> <laughs> I'm just guessing. I'm Stick just guessing. Pot like Winnie the Pooh. I'm, I'm I'm also pleading ignorance. I don't fully know. I think I think mostly it stands for like your ticket to Burning Man. But, but I, <laughs> yeah, I've never aspired to a dreadlock, um, so I don't really know exactly what what it takes. But right. I mean, like, I it's funny though because I've seen people, I've seen people who have dreadlocks, mm-hmm. and then they get rid of them and they have like normal hair. <laughs> Right. But then, but their dreadlock looks like that they like staple, like that they have like, like tubes of like hay and like <laughs> tubes of it and dust bunnies yeah. like, hanging that, off their head. Then I'm like, what happened to your poor hair? Look, you know what, dude? You go ahead and not wash your hair, comb it, but just not wash it for like three months. See mm-hmm. what happens. But, the, but then the other thing that's really scary, the thing that's scary about that is if that's what it takes is just to like no not treat it that means that's what hair's natural order is i can't imagine it they've got to be doing something else they've got to be doing something else like is that it that's just i mean if that's is that what hair wants to do if like if hair is left completely to, to do what it's going like grow out and right and and completely and is are we all just are we all just keeping dreadlocks at bay with like our head and shoulders and our, our fancy our pomades with our, our, our fancy hair sculpting, uh, apparatus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're all just a bunch of Rastafarians just in denial. They're the only ones who've got it right. That's it. Exactly. Just be natural. You know, that's, that's funny though. Cause you, there's all these post-apocalyptic TV shows out there like revolution right. and, and, and walking, walking dead. dead and stuff. Should, shouldn't they all have dreadlocks eventually? <laughs> it's nobody's, nobody out there is being true. That's it. Could you, could you imagine Rick from walking dead? <laughs> just like pull off his that hat and just have dreadlocks just hanging down in his face. <laughs> I would love to hear a Rastafarian, uh, Carl, Carl, Carl. I don't think you get the accent when you get the hair, though. <laughs> no, I think you do. I think that's. I think it goes hand in hand. I think your voice starts to change if you're, you know, that's it. That's all it is. It's just not. That, that's just that's just more things. That's just more. That's just more stuff for the zombies to grab onto. That's that, and that's and maybe that's that's why they don't have them right there. That's it. That's the lesson right there. Mm. Is just don't don't grow dreads in the zombie apocalypse. Michonne's her days are numbered then. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's rocking them though. I mean, all right. Look, if you're gonna grow dreads in the zombie apocalypse, have a sword. I think she's proven that 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 you know she'll be fine. Does the amount of CG <laughs> blood in that show piss you off? Because it pisses me off. Uh, it doesn't piss me off. No. Oh. I don't know if you know this, but in the zombie apocalypse, blood does not last long. Well. It's yeah, it evaporates. It's like just really, it's very very watery. <laughs> it's a, it's alcohol based. It's alcohol. Well, everybody's drinking. I mean, what else are you gonna do? <laughs> it's not. There is no blood. It's mostly alcohol. It's red alcohol. <laughs> Aftershock. Aftershock. Oh God. 
Ah, oh, there's a throwback. No one under what? 30. 30, 25 would, would know what that is. That doesn't exist anymore, it, does it? No, that, that, they took that off the market because... Because uh, it's awful? For some reason, having alcohol-infused crystals inside of a, a jar that you'd have to mostly break, and then you don't know if you're eating crystals or glass. <laughs> the dumbest fucking idea. Aftershock. And, it, and cinnamon. Cinnamon. Why? And then what was the what was the uh, what was the mint version? Avalanche. Avalanche. Just garbage. Just blue garbage. Oh, the things you drank when you're a kid. The th- <laughs> I mean, not a kid. I, I'm not. I wasn't throwing them back when I was like six. But like, <laughs> but like, you know, just the the crap you would drink. Oh, in, yeah. in in college. Yeah, of course. I, God, I, I remember. I remember going and getting thirty packs of Ice House. Uh, what was uh, what was that? Piece of piece of crap uh, vodka Gordon's vodka. Were you drinking Gordon's? Oh uh, God! You drank you drank That's when the handle of, rubbing alcohol. Yeah, when the handle of, of vodka that you're drinking out of is plastic. Oh yeah, big old chugga chugga jug. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, good times. Really good time. Good times. Really. I, the the first the first drink that I had um, when when I was drinking. Uh, was uh <laughs> god boone's farm melon oh yeah i remember kiwi strawberry yeah look it just it's it's, like, it's basically like a wine cooler mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah yeah. i mean but but, far, but less classy <laughs> but way less classy like it didn't come in the neat little wine cooler traditional do they even make wine coolers anymore i don't even know i have no idea I, I, when i was a kid i remember the wine cooler of choice was bartles and james were there like two old dudes who were like pushing it on you? I don't remember that. You don't remember Bartles and James? You need to look that up sometime, my friend. Okay. It, it was like this big, fat, bald guy. He looked like Boss Hog from uh from, from Dukes. Dukes of Hazard. Uh huh. But like and like and like it was a fat guy and a thin guy. I mean, you know what? They, I think they were probably Ben and Jerry's dad. Now I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> but they were like older, more wizened. <laughs> versions of those guys and they were pushing wine coolers when they came out with wine coolers man that was like all the women of the 80s were like party time we have our beer now like it comes in like a perrier bottle yeah perrier bottle and they're like like with foil foil wrapped on the top oh, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah right? definitely aluminum foil on the top and it was like strawberry and cherry and tropical breeze mm-hmm. and and uh, and they and they had a little fizz to them. Ugh. I mean, they kind of morphed in. Like there was then there was that Zima crap that was like, but it was only one flavor Zima. It was one flavor, and it was cloudy white. Yeah, and then at that, and then Mike's Hard Lemonade was a big thing for a while. And I drank a lot of that back in college. Yeah, that Mike's Hard Lemonade, and then Mike's Hard Ciders and stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know. I could never do more than one of those at a time. That was too sugary. It was yeah, and I like sweet things, but it was just like this wasn't right. Like I shouldn't be drinking this, in and getting drunk off of this thing. It just it was, it was like drinking like like melted down lemon heads. Oh, I remember you having a horrible hangover Ugh. from that stuff one time. I, no, most most of the things that that have like those artificial flavors just give you the worst bite the next day. Because <laughs> how many? There's not many naturally f- like flavored like beverages like like fruit alcoholic beverages I'm sure. no fair because enough I'm sure that the actual alcohol in them would like decimate whatever fruit juice is in there <laughs> alright Adam you pick a topic now alright I gotta ask you pen 15 does not ring a bell see thank you thank you I would shake your hand right now you could jostle my balls if you want when I, next time I yeah, see you you know that's that's certainly a thing I could do too I could uh, I could go for the pooper um, these are all <laughs> options, uh, not, not really viable options, but options. Um, the, uh, the pen 15 right there. I don't know if you have a piece of paper and a pen right there, but, uh, oh, it looks like penis. Huh? It looks, it looks like what? It looks like penis. If you write it incorrectly. Bingo. Uh, you know, I that just clicked in my head. As soon as you said, write it down. I'm like, Oh, uh, obviously it's, it's like when people tell you to write down my Dixie wrecked. <laughs> right. Or I cup, I C U P or I, I, we tall did. Mm-hmm. These all fall into the same category, except that I've heard of most of those. Mm-hmm. And the other day I was at work and we got a file and the file name was pen 15, whatever, whatever. And one of my, one of my guys came to me and he's like, seriously, pen 15. I was like, uh, right. Okay. And he's like, no, 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 really like pen 15. Like, seriously, this is crazy. Like, why would they write that? Don't, you know, duh. 
And I was like, I'm just not getting it. And so he was like, well, he was shocked that I didn't know what it was. And then, you know, a couple other people were, were in earshot. And they were like, seriously, Pen15? Like, seriously? That's crazy. How do you not know? You try writing it. And I'm like, okay, Pen15. And I still didn't get it. And they were like, penis. Well, you know why? Because you're not a six-year-old. Right. And apparently all of them... All of now, them, maybe six, not six, but definitely middle school. No, You're not a middle right, schooler, right? But but all of them had not only known it, but were just like, "How do you not know?" And then they listed all the other ones you just listed, and I was like, "Yeah, no, I know all of those." It never made it to my school. It just like they're like you, you, the older kids didn't ask you to write it down on your notebook, like oh, join the Pen Fifteen Club, the Pen Fifteen. Everyone's doing it, and you write it, and you're like, ha, 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 "It says penis," like. No, I, I feel like I missed out uh, just a, a glimmer of childhood right there because I had no idea. <laughs> a glimmer. A gl- <laughs> I would never. <laughs> I was never I was never duped as a child into writing penis on my notebook. I was robbed of, of that part of that childhood. I, I would consider yourself lucky. I would say you escaped that part of your childhood. But Oh, I had plenty of other things to, to not escape from. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> being a kid yeah, with well, like... Uh, Big glasses and braces who licked his lips until they were red. I, I think I was doing fine on my own. They probably looked at me and they were like, had you the pen? F- oh, you know what? Never let just, you know, it'd be cruel at this point. Yeah, I didn't have braces, but I had a croaky because of my glasses kept falling off. So I had one of those straps that went around the back of your head. To those keep were the glass. coolest. I had them too. Duh. You did? Yeah. <laughs> God, we are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> we're just a bunch of pen 15 suckers, aren't we? <laughs> I think I think the world had pity on us. That's why we don't know Pen15. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. I mean, I remember never falling victim to any of those. But, like, I kind of, like, was, like, I, I I knew they went around. But I never, the Pen15, no. Like, hmm. it makes perfect sense. Yeah. You know, so so this got me thinking. Um, there, I, I think we've talked about this just, you know, together in the past. But there's sort of this really interesting dynamic that I don't know what is still left over. And this is one of those things that might still be left over. The really interesting dynamic of an elementary school in that world, jokes like that and, and stories and things like that that you grew up with get passed down to the next class and sort of kind of stay in elementary schools like you could go back now and some of those same things are just still floating there because they keep getting passed around now some of them are like little harmless innocuous things like stupid knock knock jokes that are like so old and ridiculous but then you hear kids do them and it's like oh well yeah well that's like their level of humor and it like you know but then like there's also like you know like like stupid knock knock jokes like interrupting cow moo you know that type of bullshit right um uh, but then you've got stuff like then I, I remember when I was in like a kid, there was always the little Johnny jokes mm-hmm. and and little Johnny was always um, very inappropriate, incredibly dirty stuff, you know, but, but dirty, very, very dirty for a kid. I mean, dirty for adults, too. But like it's 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 phrased in such a way that like if as an adult, if you were to hear the situation, you'd be like that's fucked up. Like that is really, really fucked up. But yeah. when, you, when you're a kid and you hear it, you're just like, hee hee, they're talking about penises. Right. They're talking about pen 15s. Right. No, the, the little Johnny jokes got, um, you know, now thinking back on them, they were really messed up. Like there, there's like adultery in there. Oh, there's incest and adultery and, and, and a lot of motherfucking, a lot of father fucking, a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like there's, well, the, the ones that I remember the most, which I don't know what this says about me as an adult, <laughs> but like the ones I remember the most are always the ones like, oh, little Johnny was taking a bath with his mom. <laughs> which which is the which worst setup for a joke ever well yeah well if you're sitting there if you're an adult and you hear this joke like you're like stop right there that's <laughs> fucked up as a little kid you're like go on <laughs> you're like okay little johnny's taking a bath with his mom and he looks you know down at her her parts and he's like uh mom what's that and she's like oh well that's a garage and like okay that's fucked up but okay keep going Mm -hmm. and then then the next day little johnny's having a bath with his father which again as an adult you're like this is wrong you're fucked up i'm gonna go over here now but as a little kid you're like okay (laughs) and he said dad what's that so he goes well that's my car which by the way would have to have been very planned out by the adults ahead of time 
Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to call this my car. And you're going to call this the garage. Like, what if her, his mom's like, this is my garage. Well, daddy, what is that? Well, that's my submarine. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's my... That's my pastrami. That's like, like, I'm just, I'm just saying. There, there had to be the conversation that the parents had at some point where they both decided this is, this is the analogy that we're going to go with. Says, yes, we're, we were not going to use proper anatomical terms with our son because he's apparently so stupid that he can't bathe with it by himself or he'll drown. So we're going to equate it to cars and garages. Right. So okay, so he's got the garage thing down. He's got the car thing down, and then the next night he's sleeping in bed with his parents again totally fucked up it's it's it's, i guess you know depending on the age of the child you know there's sort of that or if they're or if they're morbidly cheap and they're sharing a bed ah (laughs) (laughs) then little johnny exclaims in the middle of the night mommy mommy watch out dad's trying to park his car in your garage and that of course emits a huge laugh with from the from the little kids because they think by telling sex jokes that they are more adult now then there's the added little twist on the end if you wanted to get super fucked up where that this is as if the kid who's telling the joke is a is a master of the comedic arts and uh and he's a little bit and he's and he's kind of a rogue he goes mommy mommy dad's trying to put his car in your garage but he won't fit because my bike's in there already oh man that's uh Oh, it's disturbing. Yeah, and oh. so there's so many questions oh, that are raised. No, so- <laughs> like, no that's just that just. Uh, that please got me. tell me you've heard this, and I'm not just. I didn't live in this like this single no. little pocket of like elementary school like horribleness. <laughs> you, li- you live in the worst part of the world. <laughs> Did no. I mention that I was raised in Sodom and Gomorrah? <laughs> <laughs> and this joke was totally acceptable. No, I have heard the joke. I guess I just forgot it. Until now, I forgot that that was the added. I remembered the the park in your garage, but I forgot about the bike and and just the logic behind that, like the reality. There is no logic. It. It's no, no, ridiculous no, there's... if you really were to think about it. It's like okay, so they're sleeping together, so they're all sleeping in one bed right. after ta- taking individual baths with both of his parents. <laughs> the... <laughs> hey, at least they're clean. Yes, but so not only, you know, taking a bath with them in the tub at the same time, fully nude, Uh um, but then at some point in the in the in the night, the son has awoken, proceeds to proceeds to fornicate with his own mother, which does which does not wake her up. And then as he's doing this, his father decides, well, the mood is right. My child's in the bed with me. (laughs) <laughs> Might as well, you know, it'd be a shame to, to waste this semi-private room. <laughs> and then tries to, you know, do what husbands and wives do. And, and then and little Johnny decides to alert his mother. Wake up, Mom, while we're trying to... Wake up, Mom. Dad's, Dad's trying to have sex with you, but too late, I already am. <laughs> Oh my god. And and I guess just in the nature of the joke, um in the world that these people live in, you got to assume that the mom is like, "You're right." <laughs> oh, Johnny. Oh, Johnny. Wah, wah. Turns to her husband and goes, "Snooze you lose." Oh, <laughs> uh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, and then as elementary school kids, we all we think that we're we think so we're adult because we can tell sex jokes. Yeah. I don't have kids yet, uh, but I imagine at some point... They're going to know little Johnny. They're going to know little Johnny stories. They're going to be walking around. And honestly, like, I, I don't want... I don't want my kid to be robbed of a Pen15 life, you know? So <laughs> I'm not going to intervene and be like, eh, it's really fucked up, kid. Because if I do, they're just... They're gonna, they're gonna be like, oh my god, that's that is really funny, and they're gonna go tell their friends, and be like, no, 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 stop telling that joke, because that is really. If you really think about it, guys, that is incredibly fucked up. If you break it down, uh, it's very uh, traumatizing. It's an issue that well, you should really work well, out. I have this one really embarrassing memory from from my own childhood where. I think I was either in second or third grade, mm-hmm. and we had like a tot lot, which wasn't an actual, I wouldn't call it a playground, I guess it's a playground, but there was no swings, it was all like jungle gyms, nothing that moved, right? So anyway, we, that's what was behind our school when we all had recess, we'd all go out to the tot lot and play and, and everything. Well, someone, probably an older kid, had 
with a marker or something had wrote fuck on like a piece of playground equipment. Okay. Okay. And it was spotted by one of our, one of my classmates. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're like all, they're all like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And I had never heard of that word before. Uh huh. So I'm running around going like, what? Fuck's not a bad word. Fuck's not a bad word. I said it like 30 times because <laughs> I had never heard of it. You know, right. I, I knew like I had known like I knew shit, damn, piss, ass, bitch. I knew all those. You knew the roster. You were covered. You were you were positive that you knew everything. But that is my first. That's like the first time I ever heard fuck. I used it like 30 times not knowing what it was. Mm hmm. And I, I was literally running around to all of my friends in the tot lot going, like, what? Like, why? What, what are you freaking out about? Fuck's not a bad word. Fuck's not a bad word. <laughs> did did any, anybody stop you? Did there Was there, like, um... I don't remember the resolution. I remember I kept saying it, and every time I said it, all my friends were like, oh, my God, he keeps saying it. Like, it's like a magic word. Yeah. Ugh. So I, it's it's really bizarre. So it just shows you how naively... Again, that's, like, the world... That also shows you just, like, that's the... But that's the honest truth. It's not a bad word. Nothing is. Oh yeah. There are oh, no totally. bad words. Like you're an innocent child, and you're like, it's a word. I I said a word. Like I I've n I don't know what it means. I've never heard it before. But how is that a bad word? What makes it bad? Right. Yeah. Uh, it's that's also interesting. I'm just picturing like a crowd of like twenty children all crowding around what looks like you know the shroud of Tehran, just like <laughs> they're all huddled, but they're off on the side of the fence, like in the in the far reaches of the tot lot. Parents off looking on like what's going on out there. This kid stuffs it in his pocket and runs. <laughs> it was it was it was written on a jungle gym, so that'd be really hard for him to do to shove it in his pocket. <laughs> the strongest fucking kid. <laughs> he crushes it into a tiny ball of steel <laughs> and shoves it into his pocket. <laughs> And be like, we gotta watch out for that kid. <laughs> that kid'll fuck you up. <laughs> no, that's not a bad word. Don't worry about it. <laughs> What's next? So uh there's there's no transition there. Zero transition. I don't give a Doesn't shit. Doesn't matter. What's next? Um it's up to you. Take your pick. What do you How want? about uh plague masks? What what the hell is that? Uh, th this is hard to well, I'll explain it. It's not hard to explain. It's just hard to believe that this was a thing. So um I, I had not I was not familiar with plague masks until just uh, just about a week ago, but uh, apparently are you talking about masks used during the Black Plague? Absolutely, hundred percent. They were also used in Eyes Wide Shut. Probably because they're creepy as shit. The big giant bird nose. The big giant bird nose that was completely just overlooked for the horror that it caused, and it was based on you know a practical use that they would put nice smelling things inside the inside the mask and it would you know elongate down to a beak and they would just the doctors would breathe it in so they didn't have to smell death all over the place but then it looked like these like horror cranes were skulking around with these big dead eyes and big dead like and that, that's the part that gets me is like okay so you modeled it after a bird i don't know if it was modeled after a bird or if it was just that like the the point was just the most because it was just a piece of leather and they would just stitch so that with the beak it would only have one seam so it was a lot easier to make the beak i think i guess but how do you not see that that's that's a beak you know like i don't know and and then on top of that i guess if, if you're not seeing that it's a beak you're also not seeing that you're making the creepiest freaking eyes like oh yeah they're just these big dead eyes big dead like glassy black eyes it's like okay could you could you make anything more terrifying to go see a patient well you know what's What's really, really weird is, like, that is a very, very common mask to get around, like, Mardi Gras. That's weird. Isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, like, it's not, it's it's ridiculous that, like, that if you know the kind of, I mean, first of all, it's creepy no matter what. Right. But then if you know why, like, it was a, the, the doctors would wear the, could you imagine, like, getting a knock on the door and thinking, oh, God, the doctor's here to save us, and then, like, this bird from hell walks <laughs> in? <laughs> Like, just, <laughs> it's just I feel I feel like if I didn't know any better, I would I would be you know expecting the doctor and you know trying to save my poor family member who's dying. I'd open the door, I'd look at that, and I'd just go, nope, not today, nope. <laughs> just close the just close the door and hope it goes away. <laughs> I think if the door opened and that was standing there, you're like the angel of death has shown up. I guess I lost the fight. I, I guess we're done. I guess we're done here. <laughs> Checking out. Yeah, you taking us with you? Oh, man. Nope, it didn't, di didn't work out. <laughs> 
So how did you stumble across this information? Um, I was watching uh, I was watching a new show on uh, on, on HBO, um, True Detective. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't I had a chance to check that out yet. Awesome, really awesome, beautifully shot, uh, fantastic acting. Um, but uh, in they teased uh, one of the. I guess the, they teased the main villain um, as of yet, and uh, and and the guy has just this really crazy looking long um, gas mask hanging off of him, um, and he, he looks creepy as shit, and he's like kinda like naked wearing underwear, and that's it. And um, so I guess the uh, writer director creator was talking about it and the behind the scenes and he says he you know he, he modeled that after uh plague masks so i looked it up and i was like okay I'm, i've seen this i didn't know what it was I've, I've you know i was familiar with it without knowing what it was but man once i just did more research on that it's just like what the what the hell have is you wrong seen with people have you seen Stanley Kubrick's Eyes Wide Shut, that really yes. like messed up sex yes. movie? Yes. Yeah, I there's have. a lot of people wearing those masks in like the the one really weird sex scene. I saw, you know, I saw that in the theater. Um, but uh, I was with, you know, I was I was younger, and wasn't it NC seventeen? I think it was. Oh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, it was Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise, and like he went to this bizarre sex party. It was weird, but I didn't appreciate it at the time. Um, but I, I do, you, you wouldn't appreciate it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember hearing years later though uh, that they wanted to do like a, a TV version for it or, or some alternate version of it, and they had some some artists go in and digitally add underwear to all the naked people. They did a rated R cut or something, okay. yeah, and like it's um they took people out or they covered them up or like they added in digital people to block things. That's weird. Yeah, but yeah, there's there's like the the main guy I think is wearing like a plague mask, but like obviously he's not using it for plague purposes. <laughs> and he, like, <laughs> no, he was. Unless, he was the only. Unless that was a really fucked up party. <laughs> he, he was. He was the only guy there for the plague, and everybody else just didn't give a shit. Everyone else is writhing around having sex, and he's. Maybe, well, well, then again, if there's that that many people in a closed area, it's going to be stank. <laughs> so, so, like, so maybe he did have. Some, he's got he's got roses, and if there's that many people naked around. They're going to smell some ass crack. I mean, that's the other contradictory part of that thing is like on the one side, you know, looking looking at it, it's it's horrifying. It's the most disturbing thing you might have ever seen. And on the inside of it, it's just roses. It's, mm-hmm. it's beautiful smelling, and you're looking at the world. You know, it's like everyone's screaming in terror yeah. at your at the sight of you, and you're just like sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> you might you might even say you have a. Uh, a belly full of sunshine, eh? 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 Hey, there's a segue. Eh? There you go, right? Now I'm familiar with the pocket full of sunshine, but I'm yeah. not a belly. Yeah. Um. So, uh, listening to uh, the radio uh, the other day, and uh, there was a commercial, and it was for, and I don't know the brand because I I didn't process that part of it. I got hung up on this part, but it was for a uh, uh, steel cut oats and. <laughs> <laughs> Their tagline was uh, "Whatever the whatever oats, it's like a belly full of sunshine, only better." <laughs> and that I couldn't shake that. You know, to me, anything is better than a belly full of sunshine because a belly full of sunshine is has no nutritional value. <laughs> <laughs> but even if it wasn't the literal sense, even if it wasn't the literal sense, figuratively. I'm not even sure what that means. I guess it means like warm goodness, like fills you up, I, makes you happy. But I can makes all. You but then good. I, but, <laughs> I just see, I just see somebody farting rainbows or something. <laughs> like, like, oh my! Oh, I just had a big bowl of sunshine, and it is not sitting right. <laughs> oh god! Oh, oh I'm a. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I'm daylight intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> is this our third show in a row we've talked about people crapping <laughs> <laughs> it might be um, we might have to change the uh might have to change the name of the uh the podcast <laughs> go ape shit <laughs> uh <laughs> what's funny about like you know a belly full of sunshine as if as if we that's they, they say that as if that's a, a thing that we can all be like yeah right i totally right. understand what you mean but it's better right. than that like it's better it's not just the thing that you can kind of understand. It's 
better than that. It's not like scratching that itch, like scratching an itch, uh, like a long, like an itch on the middle of your back, but better. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that anybody would use that as a tagline for their product, but it's something we can all relate to. It's a turn of phrase. Yeah, it's something we can all relate to. It's a thing. It's a real thing. And and I hate to be the, the, the guy who doesn't like preposterous things because I love preposterous things. I just, I'm always surprised when someone does it and it doesn't feel like they were trying to be silly. And they were, there was a genuine, like... It it does. It felt it felt like a genuine like this is this is who we are and this is what makes sense, right? And then it's you know, you're in a room full of people and your turn of phrase just doesn't work. The company I work at, years ago there was a guy um who worked for us and I'm glad he doesn't work for us anymore because I don't have to deal with him. But I wish we could have kept him on just to listen to the crazy shit that came out of his mouth. Crazy enough that um, I started a, a company Twitter account for just the shit that he would say that I would rewrite and, and post. Such as? And they're all obviously overheard from, from him talking to like clients and people he probably shouldn't be talking to in the first place about it. Like, uh, um, you know, it's like trying to shove a wet noodle up a, up a lion's ass. <laughs> Hundred percent. This is what he said. I just love the I love the gregariousness of the voice too. They just like That's it. That's is this is the guy. This is who he was. It was there was no act. He walked around he was he was a stout oh, he, man. He sounds like a guy who would try to sell you a used R V. He would take this sucker out of the road. Come on back with a with a rusty dust bucket. <laughs> he was a he was a short stout man. With he didn't wear shoes or socks often. Like he would take his shoes and socks off, walk around with his hobbit feet and a beard and glasses. <laughs> In an office. <laughs> In an office. Yeah. And this is the guy. And and he would and he was our sales guy. Um, I'm gonna make urology sexy. Okay. Great. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Can't wait. Love it. Want to get onto that project? Great. Like shoving a like a wet noodle up a lion's ass. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh man, I really I, I apologize for not being prepared for this, man, because I should have just pulled up the Twitter account. That's yeah, it's all right. Um, Preparation is our enemy. <laughs> yeah. Um. God. He he was such a such a goofball. So you're just all these like all these like colloquialisms which are not colloquialisms at all because No. Because they're just him. No. They're they're not just spouting out absurdity. They're not they're not um they're they're not colloquialisms, but the man just made it seem like they were. Um like you all know okay. what I'm talking about, right? Right? Like we have no fucking clue. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what. I just found it. Um, I, I wasn't going to look it up, but it took like two seconds and I got them and they're worth reading. Um, here we go. <clears throat> the bank doesn't make pizza and we don't cash checks. <laughs> but you don't make pizza either. No, no, we don't. <laughs> You're a media company for God's sakes. <laughs> um, here's a, here's a, here's a good old adage that everyone knows. Kev, here we go. Beware of a guy guaranteeing to make an elephant squirt cider in your ear. Sure enough, soon as you're bored, you'll have an ear full of cider. What the fuck does an elephant have to do with that? Tell that one to the kids. (laughs) But he says these things as if everyone knows what he's talking about. Just like belly full of sunshine, but better. (laughs) (sighs) The elephant with the cider is ridiculous. That's that's hilarious. It's it's just... He he just he knew people like that were from other worlds. Like he would like you know talk about a duchess, you know he would talk about like his bohemian friends. Oh and Jesus! He he was just it was fantastic. So the the other thing I wanted to bring up is on the other side of that ridiculous like belly full of sunshine but better thing is is you said it was for steel cut oats. It was yeah. Now. This is something that, like, all of a sudden, I feel like these are the thing. Like, these are like the breakfast thing. Like them and the and the freaking chia seeds. You know, um, like those are like the mm-hmm. breakfast things now. And I'm like steel cut oats. Like, I understand when you've got like grass fed cows versus corn fed cows because that really affects the meat. You know, like like the like the the sure. quality. But then steel cut oats. Who cares if they're cut with steel or or titanium cut? Like. Like, does, does the, the matter in which that these oats were cut have 
anything to do with the, the what they are or like it's a fucking oat right it's like oatmeal <laughs> it's oatmeal right it's like, like the quaker oat guy what's he been cutting his oats with like is he like sitting out there like banging it away with him like, like with a rock or something or <laughs> or is i mean he's quaker so i'm guessing he's not using any kind of high tech but is that like the thing is like oh well the quaker guys they they take down their oats with the power of prayer. Or, or they, or are, they do, or are they doing like slash and burn on these oat fields? These are non-religious, non-affiliated uh, steel cut oats. Okay. What about iron cut oats? Are they? What's wrong with those? I mean, I just don't understand why. Like this is like a. What's the value? Exactly. I feel like there's a lot of things out there that they throw these extra little things on them. In order to make them more, like, to make people want to buy them more or, like, to make them more attractive mm-hmm. to the consumer. And it's, like, it's completely unnecessary. To me, that's just, like, totally, like, what? who the fuck gives a shit? I think you hit the nail on the head with with uh, with the, the, the beef because that there is. There's certain things that just make a difference. And then... Clearly, you know, people like this are just trying to ride the uh, ride the wave of, you know, healthy and and get you thinking that you need to be on these types of things. I'm sure someone figured out what the difference was and published it in a journal of medicine, you know, ten years ago, mm-hmm. and it doesn't doesn't make a lick of difference. Well, that it's so funny is that I. You know, go to the grocery store, and you know, organic is such a organic is such a blanket statement that the, anybody can really put on their product, and there's really no regulation of the organic label in any way, shape, or form. Well, we have. I don't think these are up in up where you are, but in Maryland, there's this really big thing for. Uh, there's this this place, Tasty Cake. Like they, they're like it's like a local bakery. That mm-hmm. they're really big in Baltimore and Maryland, but they, it's like this. It's like Hostess or or. Same, same, but they, they're just, they're a local thing, but they're like Hostess or, or a Little Debbie, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So they sell like little prepackaged snack cakes, okay. which are, you know, they're filled with preservatives. Every single one of them, it doesn't matter what brand you're looking at, they all have, they all have preservatives because these snack cakes, you know, the, the old joke like, oh, Twinkies can survive a nuclear disaster or whatever, you know. Right. Because, they're, right. They're, because you know, these little things stay wrapped in this plastic for God knows how long, but they, they'll stay fresh, you know, quote unquote fresh. For, mm-hmm. for for months, possibly up to years, depending on how well they're stored. Sure. Well, I was de- I was in the aisle, and they had, like, Tasty Cakes, like Butterscotch Crumpets, which are these little, like, they look like they're the shape of, like, a shoe print, and almost, and and mm-hmm. uh, they have, like, a, you know, thick, thick butterscotch frosting on them. And then right next to it, they have organic Butterscotch Crumpets. And I'm like... In the same box, or the, they're a separate box? Separate box, same aisle. But I'm like, one of them is organic and one is not and i'm like i'm looking at the boxes and i'm and i'm trying like the the nutritional facts are like one gram less of fat or something like that or one gram more of fat or something but i'm like really like you're buying a fucking tasty cake (laughs) (laughs) but it's just like what the you're buying it you're already buying something that's bad for you right I mean, don't get me wrong. Tasty cakes are delicious, and I would, I, I, I would eat one right now if I had one in front of me. Right. But like, you're, you're these little chemical soaked dough cakes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think that's how they should market them from now on. Chemical soaked dough cakes. Ah, <laughs> uh. just what the just what the body needs. <laughs> and, but then, like, uh, so there's there, there's so there's got to be. I mean, they wouldn't put it out there if there wasn't a market for it, right? Right. So, and I've seen this has been around for a while. These organic ones. So it's like there's somebody walking down the aisle with their probably their little rotund little chubby kid, you know, and like, mommy, I want butterscotch crumpets, and they're like, hmm, well, I could get the regular, but then there are the organic. Mm. I only want the best for my kid. But what's the is the thought process like? If I eat these, I'm gonna live longer. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Is that what the organic? Because isn't that listen? Isn't that what the organic craze is? Like, if we eat these foods, we will live longer. Yeah, I I don't. I guess I guess it all does add up to living longer because the idea is living healthier, right? So living healthier is. I would think, you know, people are people are trying to make a direct correlation to living longer, you know, but longer and healthier lives instead of longer shitty lives. 
um, because medicine's going to just help you live longer. Period. Yeah, like if you you know, but it's 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 quality of life. So this so this just takes me to a much more morbid thought that I just came up with. Fantastic. But so you know, you said you know, looking for a longer, a healthier life as opposed to a long unhealthy life, which uh-huh. you know, you see these people who are infirmed and everything. But we're all going to die, right? I'm, right. I think so. Okay. Uh, I, th- I thought I, I did a little research on that. I think that's right. Um, mm-hmm. Wiki- Wikipedia said, yeah. Yes. Okay. So, but what we're all hoping for, uh-huh. what every single person on this world is hoping for, is just to die in our sleep. That's all anyone can really hope for. Die painlessly in our sleep. Yeah. Perfectly healthy one day, go to sleep, never wake up. Yeah. When was the last time you heard anyone had that? I'm just like, that's like, but, but seriously, that's all we're, that's, that's like the hope for everyone. Like, oh, I'm going to eat organic food. I'm going to eat organic food so that one day th- th- I'm just going to fall asleep and never wake up. <laughs> oh, my God. The tagline for organic. <laughs> we promise you a painless death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Enjoy your painless death. Brought to you by organic farmers. <laughs> Slip blissfully uh, into the afterlife by having her st- organic steel-cut oats. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, man. On that note, <laughs> on that wonderful, uplifting note, I got to ask you, uh, I think uh, I think it's time for just a, a quick life lesson learned today. What, uh, what valuable life lessons did you learn, Kevin? Well, I've learned that... Really, you know, that all we can really hope for is to slip silently into the cold embrace of death. And hopefully when we do meet our end, we're not greeted by the grotesque bird figure of the angel of death wearing a plague mask. Because <laughs> that would be fucking terrifying. It would be terrifying and not the way you want to go, especially if you're, you're eating organically for your whole life. <laughs> and I, and I, guess, uh, I guess I've learned that um, if you are, are going to slip off into uh, the afterlife, uh, and if it does happen to be during the apocalypse and you are eating a tasty cake, organic or non, make sure you don't have any dreadlocks, especially if you're a white guy. And if you do, make sure you bring a sword. Because <laughs> you're going to need it. Well learned. All right. If people want to email us, they can send us their thoughts to triplefriedpodcast at gmail.com. Take care, Kevin. And you take care, Adam. May, may all of your dirty jokes not be horrifically screwed up. It's <laughs> all we can hope for. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Tell that one to the kids.